Azeroth, the history is recorded in Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation. Welcome to Azeroth, the history, a look into the history of Azeroth and how it pertains to World of Warcraft today. I'm your co-host, Bam Bam Anderson. And I'm your co-host, Tim, uh, Tony Stark, a.k.a. Senpai. I don't know. Senpai. I, I think I was, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. <laughs> wow. Tempura pie. I don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just hungry for that sushi. No big deal. No big deal. I don't even like sushi that much. I think I'm just having a really weird week. No, that is legit. <laughs> Although, I don't know if I can, like, get my head around not liking sushi that much. Sorry. I'm just, yeah. And I mean, to each their own, it's cool. You can be weird, I guess. I, I mean, I know I'm weird, but, like, I don't like the nori, and I don't like, um, I don't really like fish. And then all the stuff that I do like, it if it's made in America, like, in North America, it's probably gonna have wheat in it, so. Nope, that's fair. <laughs> we sure do love our gluten our favorite favorite uh, fuck i miss gluten all right so reflecting on all that we've gone over so far we've talked about everyone who got kidnapped by sylvanas's forces except uh for what of what of them Woo! we haven't talked what about a great list to be on i know right uh we haven't talked about bane bloodhoof or our lovely Torin. oh jeez. Does he have, like, a face mask? Does he talk all like, Oh, Batman. Oh. <laughs> it's my fabulous Bane impersonation. You're welcome. Different Bane. Uh, <laughs> so Bane's name is spelled B-A-I-N-E. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Visually different. And he's, like, a bull person? Like, they're... The Torn are humanoid bulls, basically, is what it is. I bulls mean, and cows. who's to say that there aren't some, like, little mini tusks underneath that weird face thing that the other Bane wears? You don't know. Unless. Maybe mm. he wears it to hide his shame because he has internalized shame about being a pigman. The only difference that I see with this is the Torn don't typically have, like, mouth tusks like orcs and trolls do, but not typically Torn. Torn usually have horns on their head, though. Oh, okay. So they're a little horny. I get it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about the Torin, though, as a people, not just Bane. Um, uh, there is like a whole bunch to their ancient, ancient beginnings, but we're going to talk about like who we know now as Torin mostly. All right. So the Torin are a largely peaceful people, uh, and they actually pull a lot from Native American cultures. So I kind of feel bad not doing this in like November when it's Native American cult uh, heritage month. But hey, this is where we're at. Um, I've definitely seen this criticized, but personally, I like it because I like the idea that people kind of get spoon-fed our culture. But I mean, that's that's my opinion, so whatever. Um, and most of the reason I wanted to talk about this, too, is also because uh, when they introduced heritage armor, uh, a friend of mine and I, uh, we were we were looking at the heritage armor. My friend was like, oh, it just looks so extra. And I'm like, actually, it really isn't. 
have you seen powwow regalia and she's like what no right (laughs) that shit is extra oh my god i live so flashy i mean like it's amazing Mm -hmm. and like i mean i'll get i guess i can talk about my own stuff but like i've only had one jingle dress in my life um but i've been meaning to make myself a jingle dress since like 2016 and oh my gosh do it (sighs) <sighs> it's it's a matter of getting the money together. I, I want to get I want to do a cosplay first before I do uh, the powwow or but before I do the jingle dress. But um, we ended up going on this like YouTube rabbit hole, just looking at beautiful like powwows and like some of the competition jan- dances for like both men and women. And, and like, and she's like, "Oh, okay, no, I, I see where it pulls from now." <laughs> and I'm like, "There you go." <laughs> it was a fun night, or I guess morning because we did that like. I mean, we hadn't I mean, slept yet, but it was like seven o'clock. with friends always a good time? Absolutely, oh but God. yeah, it was like something like seven o'clock in the morning, neither of us had slept. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not bad. I, I get one of those in every now and then. This is all too common in occurrence. Ah, oh, calling myself out. All right. <laughs> so yeah. Senpai has shitty sleeping habits. <laughs> They change though. They're they're back to a somewhat normal person schedule again, and then they're about to break oh, again. I'm sh- I'm certain. <laughs> it's, it's awful. So I did say that the Torrid are usually peaceful, uh, but they can also fight if they need to. Uh, kind of similar to like how Native American people in are like in the real world. Like you know, we have hunting parties. We have like there's history of war braves that kind of thing. Um. <clears throat> As for the Tauren, though, they were harassed for a very long time by the centaurs of Azeroth, who just kind of, like, made it a shitty time. Obviously, having a horse's ass is better than having horns on your head, okay? <laughs> uh, I imagine that battle went maybe. very nasty. Um, but it forced them to live a very nomadic life, so they actually traveled all throughout uh uh, kind of the barrens area and like kind of all over the place um and then eventually we come to karen bloodhoof um who's who's the leader of the bloodhoof tribe um he's also childhood friends with hamul rune totem who i think we've talked about a little bit before he's one of the arch druids of uh the scenarian circle okay so he's he's like super fucking powerful and shit um and so, uh, and also, uh, Karen also had a life mate named Tamala who had passed away at some point. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Oh, God, it sounded like you said Karen. <laughs> Did it? Uh, yeah. Karen. Karen. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> sorry. Oh, God. So, yep. Karen. Karen. <laughs> Fuck. This is, this is gonna fuck with me for the rest of the goddamn episode. This is sorry, no, this is sorry a- man. This is awful. So, Karen. Karen. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's cool. Karen. Yes. Karen. What did the majestic Karen do? He had a life mate named Tamala, who ended up passing away at some point before the Third War. I don't know when. We don't have a timeline of that. Um, but I'm, like, they already had their son Bane at, at that point, obviously. Um, so 
When Thrall finally makes his way over to Kalimdor with his orcs, uh, he ends up coming across the Bloodhoof tribe. So Cairn... Fuck. Ha! <laughs> I didn't even laugh that time. I, I know! <laughs> I, I, you know what? You put it in my head that I'm fucking up this name, though. <laughs> Ooh, Inception. I'm fine. I'm fine. So, Cairn agreed to give Thrall the location of an oracle um, who could be found, but only if the orcs accompanied the Torrin to Mulgore, where um, they would eventually settle and build permanent homes. Per alert, because Jarvis is on my lap now, because he's being a pain. So, after after Thrall, you know, where the fuck am I in my notes? Dear God. Ow. They settled, made real houses. Good for them. <laughs> They're houses that don't tear down. Made out of bricks. I no mean, wolves are gonna blow those bitches down. They they still use a lot of the like kind of temporary housing that like we would usually see for uh, nomadic tribes, even in our world. Just because I think that's like they they were nomadic for so long. I don't know exactly how long, but it was a very long time. Um, I'd almost guess for like I think it was like a thousand years. Or something like oh, that. Wow. So I don't I don't think they I don't think they put a lot of stock in actually building proper buildings for a very long time. So I think that sort of like knowledge kind of left them for the most part. Uh but yeah, so the orcs accompany the Torin to Mulgore. And then so Karen gives uh Thrall the location of the Oracle up in the Stone Talon Mountains. Um and so he ends up actually meeting up again with Thrall. So Thrall kind of, like, you know, sets off on his way. And then Karen ends up actually heading up there, too, and is like, yeah, I'm gonna come with you, and uh, we're gonna, like, kind of repay you for your kindness in helping our tribe. So, so he gets up there, and um, this is when the two of them run into Jaina to meet the Oracle on the mountain. And this Oracle tells them that they need to ally together in order to survive and push back the Burning Legion. Friendships were made. Pretty Climb much. a mountain, become best friends. Karen and Thrall live together forever. <laughs> Is it bad that I want to make a little animation of that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you should. I might. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Okay. So Karen then accompanies Thrall to establish Derotar after uh, before before he returns to his own people. Uh, it's a few months later that Bane ends up getting captured by centaurs because uh -oh. centaurs just gotta do some shit. <laughs> right. Watch out, big dick swinging. Pretty much. Um, you know, yeah. Your horses, right. God damn it. <laughs> oh, the return of the eyebrows. Because <laughs> well, I, I did it, and I was like, nobody can see that, self. You gotta nope. say the word. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, so, Karen... Karen... Uh... <laughs> This is awful. Saying his name is awful. Damn it. 
So Karen Sorry, gets Karen, a bunch of white ladies ruined your name. <laughs> Why you gotta ruin everything? So he ends up falling into a very serious depression, uh, and like his followers are trying to like scramble to lead their people, like kind of adequately, basically at that point. Um, so then along come these visitors. An orc and a troll come to the Torren in because they need some help dealing with Dalen Proudmore's forces. Uh, I don't remember if you... Uh, do you remember Rexar and Rokan? Nope. Okay. Rexar's an orc. We haven't talked much about him. Rokan's a troll. We... I believe... He was in the book a bunch. He was in Shadows Rising a bunch. Um, but I don't think we've actually specifically talked about him in a while. I think it's been a while. Um, but they show up and ask, they're, they're asking for help uh, against Dalen Proudmore. And Karen's like, no, you need to leave. Go tell your war chief that I've died. <laughs> like, he, want, he wants fucking none of it. He's like, he's like, no, I'm done. I don't give a shit. So, okay. So Karen's second, Tagar, he, he tells Rexar and Rokan what's going on. Uh, the centaurs attacked, captured Bane, and, uh, like, a bunch of others. And so, maybe go get Karen's son, and maybe that will help? So they do. <laughs> Rexar and Rakan end up going over to the centaurs' encampment and recover Bane, bring him back. Karen's all happy again! And so he joins Rexar and Rakan against the Kultirans. You saved my boy. I owe you a debt. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so then he comes back to Mulgor, uh, and he kind of unites a lot of the Torin tribes that are around, and together they built their first city on top of the large bluffs, um, forming Thunder Bluff. Oh what? my god, it just sounds like this location of like a majestic deity's epic fart. <laughs> Bluff. No thunder bluff. Oh, I know, but <laughs> okay, the bluff that made me think fart. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dirty. But yeah, so on top of these huge bluffs in the middle of the valley, um, they form Thunder Bluff, and it's it's a great city. It does not mean that like everyone's all cool with Karen. Uh, Magatha Grim Totem, very specifically, who's the leader of the Grim Totem tribe, um, she butts heads with him a lot, and she kind of believes that she's, you know, she should be the one to lead the Tauren. <laughs> I don't like her. <laughs> the, we'll get into why very soon. Um, oh boy, sounds juicy! Yeah, so we don't hear a lot about the Tauren for a while, unless you are a Tauren, um, but... He ends up going to Northrend to meet with Garrosh, um, and kind of bring Garrosh back. They're going back to Orgrimmar for, like, a celebration after the war in Northrend is over. So Lich King is dead, we're gonna go celebrate, cool. So on the way back from, from Northrend to Orgrimmar, uh, Garrosh's ship comes across an Alliance carrier, and Garrosh kind of starts just ordering them to be killed. You gotta die, you gotta die, and you... Gotta die. Basically. So Karen is like, maybe don't. <laughs> like, maybe don't. Like, just don't. Like, you know, just, 
don't I stop. I like to speak with your manager. <laughs> basically, basically, yeah. So, so Garrosh stops. And he ends up giving the survivors supplies and rations. And he's like, you have witnessed the Horde's might and mercies today. And so Karen's like, okay. Okay, I'm going to keep my eye on you. Because this was th- this this is bothersome. But alright, we're going to go to Orgrimmar. So they get to Orgrimmar without too much else happening. Um, after the celebration, Karen is heading out of the city on his way back home. Uh, and he notices Magatha is speaking with Garrosh. Yup. <laughs> oh, shnappadoo. You can probably see where this is going, right? <laughs> um, later on, when Thrall names Garrosh the, the new war chief, uh, Karen kind of opposes the lead. He's like, this isn't a good idea. This He's he's too bloodthirsty. Like, it, it needs to not be Garrosh. <laughs> that's, the, that's the war chief. Um, but Thrall ends up leaving on his way to, um, I think he was going to Outland at this point to talk to his grandmother, uh, about the elemental unrest in the, on Azeroth. And they're both, like, very, like, steadfast, they're not budging on their positions, and it's kind of a bitter parting between them. Between Thrall and Cairn? Yeah. The best friend troop is over! I know, right? Oh! Sad face. Uh, so then Karen learned about some druids being executed, uh, and he th- he thought that they were, that this was done on orders from the new war chief, because it was done by orcs. Um, so he traveled to Orgrimmar, and he challenged Garrosh to Makara, which is supposed That's to- That's right, motherfucker, I'm gonna kill you! I mean, okay, so Makara, in the old, old ways, it was a, a fight to the death. But when Thrall had, like, kind of brought back some of the old ways, he was like, okay, we're going to make this non-lethal combat. So that's what he sanctioned. But Garrosh is like, no, we're doing this to the death. Right? Come on. I didn't know that orcs were such weakies. Right? So anyways, so they meet in Orgrimmar Arena. Before the fight, Garrosh has his axe blessed by Magatha. Well, that's helpful. <laughs> so he ends up gaining the upper hand against the older Torin, uh, shattering Karen's rune spear. That was like, uh, like it's it's a relic of the blood or blood hoof tribe, um, and he ends up hitting Karen in the chest with a glancing blow. Ah. And then Karen becomes fate. He's barely able to defend himself. He can't even lift like what remains of his spear. Um. And his last thought, as he dies, is about how he died betrayed, and Garrosh slices into his neck. Well, shit, on the bright side, we're not gonna laugh about Karen anymore. No, there's still gonna be more of that, but... (laughs) So, Magatha, she didn't just bless the axe, she poisoned it. Ugh! And... What a bitch! Leading up to that whole part... Karen would have won that fight had it not been for Magatha's bullshit. Come on, girl. Keep your poison fingers out of perfectly good mortal combat. Right? I don't like Magatha. So, Magatha ends up ordering the Grim Totems to start taking over Mulgor. Kill anybody who opposes them. And, um, but, kind of against her plans, there is a defector among the Grim Totems. 
Uh, a shaman named Stormsong, who is, he was actually supposed to lead the attack on Bloodhoof Village. He goes to Bane and is like, hey, there's this plan to, like, kill you, so, like, GTFO, please, so we don't have to. <laughs> so Bane leaves. Bane, Bane books it. Uh, he ends up meeting with Hemel Rune Totem again, uh, who had also escaped an attempt on his life. Oh my god, people are trying to kill you too? Yeah. Oh, how perfect, let's run away together. And then they held hands and skipped off into the sunset. I, I don't... I don't get the sense that Hamul was exactly that healthy at that point. I think he was still recovering a little bit, so I don't think he could really skip. But, yeah, well, basically. you know, even when you're sick, you can still get a couple skips in. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so they immediately began planning to retake Thunder Bluff. <clears throat> now, and then, so given their options, they can't really turn, they can't really turn to very many people. Um, the orcs are going to be all allied with Garrosh. The Forsaken aren't going to be able to help because, uh, because of all of the stuff that had gone down in Northrend with the blight that Sylvanas had ordered. Um, they were being watched by the Korkron, who were loyal to Garrosh. <laughs> the Blood Elves were too far away. Dark Spears were too few in number. So Bane's like, alright, well, Jaina Proudmore is right there. Let's go talk to her. So he goes, he makes his way to Theramore, uh, and that's where he meets Anduin Rin, who he was not expecting to meet. Yeah. Uh, so he's, like, a little hesitant at first, because he's like, okay, this is the son of the leader of the Alliance, like, this might be a little bit dicey, but Anduin's not very much like Varian, that he finds out right away. And Anduin ends up giving Bane a hammer that was gifted to him by Magni Bronzebeard in the past as a sign of friendship. So he gives the Tauren Fearbreaker, which is like, it, it's like a hammer that seems to um, kind of wield the light a little bit, and it flows from the weapon into the Tauren. So it, it likes him. Ah. And so Jaina's like, all right, we'll give you some gold to, you know, take back Thunder Bluff from the Grim Totems. So then Stormsong, because he's a Grim Totem, he gets sent undercover to Ratchet, which is a goblin settlement, kind of between, every, like, it's it's like north of Theramore, but like south of Orgrimmar. Yeah, totally. I have such a good understanding of the physical geography of this world. Uh-huh, totally. It's, it's close by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they're going to take the Theramore gold. They're going to give, uh, they're going to give mercenaries, weapons, whatever. Um, and then they set forth to Thunderbluff with a false storm created by the shaman, and they lead a surprise attack. So Bane, Ooh. Bane takes down Magatha, and she yields. Good, fuck you, bitch. He does not kill her, but he was fucking Why? ready to. Because she's like, I yield. It's fine. We're good. I yield. It's, it's all good. I mean, a bitch who uses poison cannot be trusted. Right? I mean, I agree. I Personally, I don't think she should be alive. But, it is what it is. So. Fan <laughs> fiction. <laughs> Magatha dies. In my head canon, she did. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, so he ends up sparing her life. Like, okay, any of the Grim Totems who agree to follow me, you can stay. The rest of you, get the fuck out. So he exiles her and her loyalists out. And... That's a bit for a while. Um, 
So Bane ends up confronting Garrosh a little bit. He he basically thought that Garrosh was he, like he knew about everything that Magatha was doing. Um, mm-hmm. And Garrosh is like, I had no idea about any of it. I I well, didn't did. even I didn't even realize that my axe was poisoned until Karen died. Bullshit. <laughs> he seemed pretty sincere, and like I I kind of buy it because Magatha seems like the kind of person that like she'll show you like a little bit. But not all of it, but she'll make you think that she's showing all of it. You know? Yep. Like, she seems like that kind of person to me. Um, Bane is still a little bit pissed off, because, like, okay, even if you didn't, like, openly help Magatha with all the bullshit that she did, you still killed my dad. So I'm still a little bit pissed off about that. And by a little bit, I mean, like, very pissed off. <laughs> uh, but alright... If I challenge you, my father, <laughs> pretty much to die. Except he's willing to kind of let it lie for now, because he's like, you know what? If I challenge you right now, it's not going to do anything to help the horde at all. It's just gonna, it's just gonna fragment us again. So let's just bygones be gui- bygones for now. Yeah. <laughs> so shortly after this uh, is Karen's funeral. Um, he's placed on a pyre with the remains of his rune spear. Thrall comes back from Outland to attend, uh, and he takes a tiny little piece of the spear, just as like a way of remembering his friend. And it's etched with a single rune, meaning healing. Aw. Yeah, he's cute. Uh, and then over the years, Bane continues to write letters to Anduin and fostering their friendship. Aw. A star-crossed lovers <laughs> sending each other little lovey notes across the times. Aw. Aw. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I'd buy it. I'd like it. Okay, so Bane's leadership of the Torrent isn't exactly smooth sailing from here on out. But, like, I mean, he's he's like he's the chieftain of the, the Torrent, but it's, it's, it's not smooth sailing. For one thing, his relationship with Garrosh became even more strained because Garrosh was like, oh no, we want, like, basically he just wants too many demands. Um, The first one was demand for access to water in Mulgore because the goblins have been polluting the waters close to Orgrimmar. Because that's what goblins do. (laughs) This water looks mighty nice. Would be a shame if somebody shat in it. Basically. Um... All right, so so Mulgor, you know, they ship out water from Mulgor to uh, to Dur- to Orgrimmar. Except that some of those caravans are getting attacked, and they're like, "Okay, well, what the fuck is happening?" So Bane goes to see what's going on. Quillbore, they're like, I probably should have sent you a picture of these. They're they're like, kind of humanoid pig-ish creatures with like spikes on their back. Yeah, okay, so kind of like uh, hedgehogs, kind of? Mm, maybe more like porcupines. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they have a lot longer quill. They have longer quills. <laughs> Here to fuck you up. Basically. And so, yeah, and so Garrosh is like, hey, you need to deal with these motherfuckers. And Bane's advisors are also like, hey, yeah, these... The quill bars are not good news. We need to deal with them, and we need to deal with them for- with force. And Bane's like, you know, that's not my way. I'm going to hold out for a more diplomatic solution. 
also at this time, there's a number of Tauren who are preparing to leave Mulgore and leave the Horde as a whole. Because they see basically what's happening as an extension of Garrosh's will. And they don't really like that. And I can't blame them. Right, come on, Garrosh. Stop being such a dick wipe. He really is such a dick wipe. Oh, he's such an ass. I know oh, I hate Garrosh. So Bane is a little bit disheartened. He tries to kind of reason with them like, hey, you know, the Horde is more than its lead, like whoever its leader is. It's, you know, he kind of advocates for what his father and his enthrall had kind of built upon. And so they're kind of still preparing to leave. So Hamul comes back to Bane and he's like, hey, got some news about the Quillbores. The reason they're attacking us is because their access to water has been cut off in the recent cataclysm. So, like, maybe we can use this to our advantage. That's a good idea. Right? Supply and demand. Yeah. And so Garrosh is, like, unhappy. He ends up sending a regiment of Corcoran uh, to, you know, fight the Quillbores, and he leads them. And he goes into their tunnels, and they are swarmed by hundreds of these Quillbore creatures. Hot, like, just so many of them. So Garrosh is, like, definitely in over his head at this point. <laughs> so then Bane, Hamul, and some of the new Torn Paladins kind of storm their way in. And they're like, hey, yeah, guess what? We're here to save the day. Get Garrosh out of there. Get the Corcoran out of there, whoever's left. And then as as Bane is, like, standing above some of the defeated Quillbore, he's like, all right, here's what's going to happen. The river here? You can, ha- you can take water from it. That's fine. Keep attacking our people here, though. You're gonna have a fucking problem. <laughs> You're gonna have a bad time. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, Torrin are like seven feet tall. Like, they're not tiny creatures. He must have looked terrifying. <laughs> I'd be terrified of him if he was warning, if he was warning me like that, of like, hey, don't attack us, or you're going to have a problem. Like, I'm not, I'm not fucking with him again at that point. He, he big. He, he big. It's big. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Garrosh, Garrosh is like, he's like about to leave. And Bane like t- looks at him. He's like, look, if we need help, we'll call you. Until then, stay the fucking worker mark. Like, basically, that's what he says. He's like, we don't call us, we'll call you. Like, we'll we'll let you know if we need some help. Ah. And Garrosh just leaves silently. <laughs> Bitch. Right. And then, so the Tauren that who, who had been ready to leave, they end up coming back to Bane. and they're like, hey, sorry for our doubt. Can we, like, not be punished for what we were about to do? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. Just, we're fine. <laughs> What a nice guy. Right? Alright, so, uh, later on, Bane is called, along with the other leaders of, of the Horde, to Orgrimmar. Um, in this meeting that Garrosh calls, he makes his, his intentions clear to rid the continent of Therabor. Um, and he ends up almost starting a fight between him and Bane at this point. Uh, you wanna go? Yeah, basically. So, Bane's like, okay, Jaina Proudmoore, like, yeah, we're enemies, but she doesn't deserve this bullshit that you're, that you're about to do. He did not know about the mana bomb yet, that was still, like, a secret. Mm-hmm. I know we know about it, but, like, 
nobody else did except for Garrosh at this point. And then so Garrosh is like, yeah, you're going to be quiet unless you want to share the same fate as your dad. Bitch! <laughs> and then Bane is like, Girl. oh, you mean dying betrayed? Great. <laughs> like, so basically the only reason they didn't fight is because other people stepped in and were like, hey, no. <laughs> like, yeah. There's some tension. <laughs> Rightfully so, but like, Oh, I hate Garrosh. Uh, so, when Garrosh kind of questions Bane's loyalty, uh, Bane's like, you know, I had plenty of reasons to leave the Horde over the last little while. Like, you killed my dad. Magoth is bullshit. If I was gonna leave, I would have done it way before now. We're, like, I'm staying with the Horde. It's fine. Whatever. I don't like this, though. Um... So he did end up leading some of the Torn forces out uh, with the invasion uh, of Theramore. Or, well, I guess Dustwall Marsh first. Um, and then he saw Garrosh's shamans uh, summon these molten giants that are very powerful elementals. Um, they were not willingly summoned. They were enslaved. And Bane watched as they turned on anyone who got in their way, and he kind of, like, ordered his forces back from them, because he's like, that, we're not, I'm not putting you in the way of that thing. Nope, right? we're not, we're not doing mm -mm. that. Garrosh is a dick. Um, Garrosh also refused to listen to Bane's concerns after they took Northwatch hold. Um, after reflecting on everything that Garrosh was doing, Bane's like, Okay, I gotta do something about this. He summons uh, one of his long walkers, Parath Stormhoof, to his side. Uh, he's like a keeper of secrets of both Karen and Bane, because he worked with Karen before. Mm -hmm. um, Bane gave free Fearbreaker to Parath, and he sent him to Jaina to warn her about what was about to happen. And, so, and then he also wanted the, the hammer to be given back to its former owner. Yeah. So... Like, basically, like, as proof of, like, hey, this is actually me. This isn't somebody else <laughs> warning you yeah. about something. Like, yeah. So, yeah. So, Garrosh did something a little strange at this point. They didn't move on Theramore right away. They just kind of stayed in Northwatch Hold. Conquered it and then just stayed there. He also wasn't seeing anybody, so, like, nobody knew what was going on. Uh, a lot of the other people that were there, they were either frustrated with all of this, they were confused about what the hell's going on, like, we don't know what's what's happening. So Bane uh, and Vol'jin and a few others held a meeting, which ended up... Garrosh ended up being informed about that meeting. <laughs> and this is kind of where we see, like, the beginning of, like, this cultish thinking. Oh god, I hate Garrosh so much. <sighs> Basically, any kind of questioning of Garrosh is a questioning of the Horde. Oh, yeah. Gotta love that. I hate Garrosh. I think I hate him more than Arthas. I hate Arthas. We know how much I hate Arthas. You hear that, Garrosh? <laughs> Shit's about to go down if Tony ever ends up in the game and all-powerful. Oh, boy, you gonna go back in time and kill your ass. Technically, I... Did. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll get into that, but... Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, but, like, I mean, this is part of the book, though, so I didn't get to do anything at this point. But it's fine. It's fine. 
Um, but then Bane points out, like, hey, no one's chanting, like, death to Garrosh or anything. We just want to know what the fuck is going on. Like, just let us know what's going on so that we know what, what you know, what's happening. Um, it became clear, though, that he didn't know about Paris' mission to warn Jaina about the, um, the incoming, um, invasion. So, yay! So he was relieved about that. Um, Vol'jin and Bane were eventually granted a meeting with Garrosh, who informed them of new orders for the Horde fleet. The fleet was to withdraw. That sounds smart. Yeah, that didn't sit well with Bane and Vol'jin either. Like, they, they're like, okay, something's going on here. So finally, Garrosh led the attack on Theramore. Uh, Bane and Vol'jin were ordered to be part of his personal attack force on the North Gate. And then word came that Calicos, the Blue Dragon, was helping uh, Theramore uh, and also trying to prevent the Horde from retreating. So Garrosh ended up being able to get them all back out. They're retreating. Bane at first is upset. Like, why are we retreating? And then Garrosh just kind of laughs at him and points up. Oh, I hate Garrosh! Sky Daddy is mad, yo! Sky Daddy said so! Oh, no, no, not that. There is a Zeppelin with a mana bomb on it. Oh, shit-serie! Basically, the entire point of the attack on Theramore was to try to group up some of the high-ranking leaders of the Alliance and kill them all in one go. Why the fuck not? Sounds super helpful. I, I don't think there's a Geneva Convention in, in Azeroth, but, like, I feel like something like this is against the Geneva Convention, right? Like... <laughs> Sneak attack! Fucking bullshit. I fucking hate <laughs> And Bane is disgusted by this. He's outraged. And he's like, He's like, this is this is awful. And like it is awful. Like Oh, I just oh, I hate Garrosh. Okay. <laughs> Getting over my rage for a minute. So the horde is like kind of sort of celebrating their win. Cause I mean they did win. They, you know, they beat the Alliance, except they you know. Do whatever. the ends really justify the means? No. Uh, so some of some of Garrosh's uh, detractors kind of met up in, in silent protest at an inn. Um, so this included Bane and Vol'jin. They were, vis- they were visited by one of Garrosh's men. Later, after he left um, the the inn, the I, man. I, yeah, I don't remember exactly where v- Bane and Vol'jin were at this point. Banging it out in the bathroom, yo. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. They they were not at the inn anyway because the inn accidentally or blew maybe up. They were in the inn. Okay, no, no because bit. it blew. <laughs> the the inn got blown up by well, the Corcoran. Shit. So and obviously Bane and Vulcan were still alive at that point, so they weren't there. I don't know exactly what, what where they went. Um, I haven't read the I, book in a while. I, I said where they were. <laughs> I also don't know that they have bathrooms, because they have outhouses in-game. I mean, that makes sense then, doesn't it? Because they obviously weren't in the inn. Oh, oh, no, you got hmm. You got a point on that. Oh, yeah. I'm good at that. Damn it. Okay, so... Headcanon, banging it out. 
It's been a while since I read the book. I, I don't remember where they were. So <clears throat> the Alliance start, start their counterattacks against the Horde because, like, you just destroyed our city. <laughs> like, that is pretty awful. Uh, Bane learns that the Horde blockade has been called back. And he ends up meeting with Garrosh, where he learns that Garrosh, do Garrosh doesn't just intend to expel the Alliance from Kalimdor, but he wants complete genocide of the Alliance. Can we tell why I don't like Bane, or why I don't like Gar uh, Garrosh yet? I don't, I don't know if this is like... Genocide is the best kind of side to me. No. That's what Garrosh sings to himself in the shower. <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, so Bane is like, okay, you know what? I'm out. I'm taking my people. We're going back to Thunderbluff. If you want our support in the future, what happened in Theramore can never happen again. So Bane, um, so right after this is like, you know, the expedition to Pandaria, uh, Bane sends some of the Tauren out to Pandaria to, you know, explore and like looking for peace and hope and you know all that jazz um and he later participates in Vulgen's rebellion against Garrosh and then so this, this is where the raid comes in this is where I do come in and fight Garrosh and kick his ass yeah take that Garrosh got Tony's flaming feet coming at your ass I don't know if your feet are on fire no because I don't play but a monk but cool. like my blades are usually on fire. <laughs> Demon hunters have immolation aura. It's a fire around all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Die! Um, so yeah. <coughs> so once Garrosh is defeated and he's led back to Pandaria to stand trial, the question of who is to defend Garrosh is asked, uh, and Bane ends up getting chosen as sort of, like, defense of ha! Garrosh. It's yeah. awful, right? Gross. We're not gonna go into that whole story, but I, I, th I think I might actually just go through that whole book on it in its own episode at some point. For anyone confused, that's the War Crimes book, written by Christy Golden. That was the lead into Warlords of Draenor. So yeah, all right. So with that part of the story out of the way, let's take a break from anger at, at Garrosh. <laughs> And let's go take the let's go check the auction house. Let's go take the shit out. What? Let's go check the auction house. Uh, you know I'm. I hate Garrosh. <laughs> I hate him. Ray has finicked your tongue. It has. It's awful. I hate him. All right. Well, if you like what we do, consider donating through our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/SempaiAndBamBam. If you're unable to do that, we would also appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser or whatever podcast service that you use. It helps us open up to a wider audience. You can also share us with your friends, your family, your guildies, you know, whoever. you watching Twitch streams, just like blast it in the comments <laughs> there, whatever. Maybe be careful on that, because some, some streamers have rules against, uh, um, uh, linking and advertising for other things well la -dee da ask the streamer's permission before you do that please I appreciate it uh, you may have noticed our lack of machinima with Bam Bam over the last little while um, we've stopped doing that for now because of you know possible copyright reasons I don't want to 
Neither of us wants to get in trouble. Um, if you have any suggestions for what you'd like to see from us in the future, though, please let us know. Um, I do still intend to hire artists at some point to make monthly art that goes with our episodes. Uh, so that is something that I've, I've had that as a goal from the beginning, and that is not changing anytime soon. I don't know when it's going to Goals are important. Absolutely. If you want to get in touch with us over on Discord, there will be a link in the show notes on the website to join that. It is open to everyone with a patron-only section. We know we like that VIP, that mm-hmm. internet velvet rope. You know, only <laughs> the cool kids get to experience the majesty of the Patreon section of Discord. Yep. Uh, also, if you'd like to come hang out with Senpai on stream, watch me fail really hard at doing the Torrent Heritage Armor quest, as an example, on a very, um, very shittily geared druid that I'm not good at playing. <laughs> I usually stream raids and stuff over on Twitch. Uh, always down to chat about WoW or pretty much anything else. We also have merch! All right, we got a merch store. It's on Teespring. It's linked with Twitch. You can get our logo on a shirt or like tanks or even mugs. Everybody's been addicted to caffeine living in this homestyle hellscape, right? So like drink your caffeine out of a mug with our gorgeous designed tech pretty faces, you know? Mm-hmm. Do it. It makes it taste better, I swear. Don't hold me to that. Don't sue us. It doesn't actually make things taste better. But it kind of does if you well, think I mean, about it hard enough. I think it makes it taste better when I drink it out of our mug. Right? Placebo effect, okay? I'm <laughs> telling you it does, so you're just going to believe it, okay? I feel great when I wear We also have stickers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have stickers. That's on the Squiddyverse website, so check that out as well, because, you know, everybody wants to slap my face, and you can do that in the sticking <laughs> of the sticker motion. <laughs> You know, just like peel the back and then slap it right onto something. (laughs) I was not expecting. You know, did I do my job if I didn't make you die laughing at least once an episode? (laughs) I think you did, but. (laughs) Oh, that one one threw me off guard so quickly. (laughs) Damn. Yep. Just gonna slap you now. Do it. You know? And you can too, mystical audience people. Just buy a sticker. <laughs> oh, it's good. Okay. <laughs> okay, time to go back to the world of Azeroth. So back on Azeroth. Uh, with the return of the Burning Legion, once again, Bane joins the Horde on the Broken Shore. Um, and, like, on the fight, like, basically trying to head off the demons that are coming through. Which, of course, we know how that ends. He is there for the death and the funeral of Vol'jin as well. Aw, man. Good thing y'all banged it out, because now he's gone. (laughs) You'll always have that memory. (laughs) Probably? I guess. So later on, after the discovery of Azerite, uh, Maggie Bronzebeards had set out to speak with Sylvanas while she was in Thunderbluff. And being the fact uh, that Magni is made out of diamond, he can't use the elevator to get up the fucking bluff, because he's too heavy, Bane sends a mage to go help him up. <laughs> Port him up. And so Sylvanas kind of orders, pro- like, she prohibits co- cooperation with the Alliance at all. 
And Bane sends one last letter to Anduin saying that their friendship needs to end for now. Aww. It's sad, right? Because they're on a break. <laughs> you know, I've never watched Friends, but I still know that joke, but like, I never actually watched Friends. I watched Friends as an adult, and um, it sucks. I was I was like, told it, it's problematic. It, it doesn't aged, hold up. Yeah, it, yeah, it has not aged well, and um, it really reinforces some pretty negative gender stereotype type things. Like the whole show ends with Rachel giving up her dream job to stay in New York to be with the douche nozzle. Like what? Fuck that. You take the dream job, girl. Ross is a piece of crap. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I don't totally know what I'm talking about, but like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, given that description, yeah. Alright, so. Uh, later on, though, Mela High Mountain uh, is invited to Thunderbluff by Bane. Uh, basically, in order to welcome the High Mountain Torn into the Horde. So, they're gonna join the Horde. That's where, that's where we get our allied races from. Um, Spirit Walker Ebonhorn also accompanies, except while they're kind of hanging out, they get attacked by old god forces. Uh-oh. So, Mela and Ebonhorn, they, they split out of there as soon as they can. Bane then travels with the Horde champion, so, like, players, us, me, to Thunder Totem to, like, you know... Can we help you in any way? Like, we want to help you heal after, you know, all that happened. And so they get attacked by old god forces yet again while they're out there. He's <laughs> great. Um, Ooh, thanks, old gods. You're really, like, helping us out. Right? I want to... Th I think these ones would have been the ones that were allied to Nazoth. Because I think he's the, he's the only one that's, like, active at that point. I think. Active, active. Not, like weirdly might be dead active if that, make, if that makes old gods don't make sense anyways <laughs> after we fight the old god dudes Bane, you know they're done Ebonhorn uh, reveals his true identity to Bane as a you know black dragon as a Bissian tell us why mm -hmm. although he doesn't actually use that in, in the fight against the old gods because why the fuck what would the he fuck bro Swipe all them <coughs> tails. Right? I think it's because, like, there's other there's others there who don't know about his identity, so he's like, he can't really, like, give that away. And, of course, you know, black dragons have this, like, there's, like, a stigma against them, basically, because they're all kind of corrupted. Except for Ibisian and Rathian, for reasons. Um. So, Mela travels back with Bane to Orgrimmar once again, and pledges the High Mountain to the Horde. So next up for a good man, Bane participates in the battle for Lordaeron. So this is after the tree burning that Sylvanas did. It's a, so like as they're kind of like pulling back into the throne room um, of Lordaeron, Bane kind of like he's kind of upset with Sylvanas. He's like, "Why are we just letting Saurfang die to the Alliance forces? Like, why why are we letting this happening?" And Sylvanas is just like, you know, you can either go and join him, or you can tend to the living. <laughs> and B I love Bane's response here, because he's like, just, he's like, for the horde. And like, it, it's very much like, a, I'm doing this for my people, 
not for you. You kind can of moment. go fuck yourself, Sylvanas. Pretty much, like it's, it's Dumb very much burning bitch. It very much has that feel to it. I love it. Um, but he ends he ends up heading to the Zeppelin uh, that we see later, and then when we head out in BFA, he travels to Desaralore, kind of like on the Horde players' heels, um, and we keep him informed about like what's going on. Uh, and then finally, we get to the whole Vol'jin thing. He ends up joining us on the quest to find out, like, what the hell happened to Vol'jin? Why did he name Sylvanas the war chief? Who told him to do that? And we couldn't find those answers with Vol'jin yet. Come on, Vol'ji. Tell us your secrets from the grave. Whisper <laughs> them to us. Well, I mean, they're hidden even to him, though. Well, you just need a brain whisperer. I'll sign up. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Bane eventually liberates Derek Proudmore after he was raised by Sylvanas. Um, and, you know, we help him return Derek to Jaina. And of course, you know, Sylvanas, cap you know, finds out, captures him, holds him beneath Urgrimmar. We're gonna skip over that bit, because we've been over that story before. I think that was part of J we We did that with Jaina, I think. I think that's where I put that. Um... After Sylvanas does her, like, you are all nothing shit that I'm still a little bit salty about, he later becomes part of the Horde Council in the wake of not needing a war chief if they're not at war. Which makes sense. Alright, so I'm going to skip over the part where, you know, everybody gets kidnapped. And our first foray into the Maw. Um, picking back up, when we finally get to Ouroboros... Uh, we start speaking with the attendants who kind of, like, oversee everything in Oribos, which is, like, this undying city. It's it's really cool looking. Um, while we're talking with these attendants, all of a sudden this portal opens up behind us, and Bulbar walks through, and he's like, hey, how's it going? What's up, guys? I'm here till Tuesday. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, and so he kind of, like instructs us of, like, where to, like, actually go to start saving our friends that have been captured by the jailer. So, we go through them all, like, a bunch of times uh, throughout the story. And we oh. learn about Torghast, the Tower of the Damned. And we need to find a way in, which we do. And then, so Bovar's like, yeah, go find what's going on. So we go in, and the first one that we rescue is Bane. Yay! Yay! We got you, Bob! Yeah! We're so happy. Rescue mission, saving lives! Yeah, so we, we get him, we get out of the Torghast, we go back through the Maw, and we use the Waystone that we used the first time that we left. And Bane, Bane was kind of, like, a little apprehensive at first. He's like, I don't know if this will work, but I really hope, like, if you're next to me, like, I'll be able to use it, the thing, to go. And it works. We get back up to Ouroboros with him. And we bring him to where, like, Bolvar is with the attendants and, you know, where kind of the, I don't want to say war room, but kind of like the main sort of, like, planning of everything is happening, I guess, from Ouroboros. Mm-hmm. And, like, pretty much, like, Bane at this point is, like, a mood. He just goes and sits on the side. And he's just sitting there. You can't talk to him. You don't have any dialogue options. <laughs> and, like... Holy fuck, is it a mood for all of 2020. 
He's traumaed, okay? He's just got to, like, work through it. Got kidnapped, you know? His friends are dead. Yeah. Well, no. No, not nobody else is dead. They Because they all just got I'm kidnapped. I'm still thinking about Vol'jin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. You never get over your bang buddy dying on you. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So there is more to the story. But I'm going to leave it there for now because I I think that's, I just want to go over that in future episodes because I don't want to make this episode super, super long. Because it's already pretty long. That is legit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, at least you rescued people. People yes. are saved. Mm-hmm. All right. So, trivia time. When Karen, uh, during the <laughs> third... God damn it. I hate you. <laughs> Oh, okay. When... So, during the Third War, Cairn, Cairn was ninety-nine. He died at the age of one hundred and seven. Torin lived long. That sounds like a fucking Karen just refusing to die. <laughs> I think they even live longer than that because I don't think, like, I think he was like about maybe middle-aged for a Torin. Like he wasn't old. Oh, like he damn. wasn't decrepit. So, yeah. Like, yeah, that's Karen. Uh, Bane smudges with sage to purify himself with smoke. Especially Ooh. after dealing with Garrosh. He's like, yeah, no, I gotta clean, I gotta cleanse myself. Yeah, <laughs> I feel, I I feel all your negative energy off of me. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Bane's personality was developed by Christy Golden while she was writing The Shattering, Prelude to Cataclysm. Before that, it was kind of assumed that he was just going to be a pretty cool guy by, like, you know, players, because his dad was a pretty cool guy. Which, I mean, that then ended up being who he, who he is. Um, Bane argued for fair treatment of former Sylvanas loyalists when one of the bankers refused service to a former loyalist uh, access to the bank after Sylvanas' departure. No money for you! Pretty much, yeah. Was it your money? Sucks to suck, I guess. (laughs) Basically. Um, And then during the Tauren Heritage Armor quest line, we have to defeat a powerful angry spirit that we're supposed to, like, we're trying to eradicate him. Bane Bane actually calls, like, okay, kill it now, you know, end it. And then Karen pops up and is like, wait, no, don't. (laughs) He pops up with Tamala and they're, like, in spirit form, and they're calling for mercy on this this spirit that has attacked uh, Thunderbluff. And oh. Bane asks, like, can you stay? There's so much I want to share with you. Um, and Karen replies that they can't, but they are proud of him. Aw. Yes, I did this quest line on stream. Cry moment. I did cry. <laughs> and yes, I did it on a super undergeared alt and died a bunch of times. <laughs> I didn't know they scaled the mobs to max level. I thought they kept them at level 50. (laughs) That was not the case. I was not happy about that. My poor poor little Torrent Druid is like... (laughs) He's still in stuff from level 50. (laughs) It's bad. Okay, so... And then voices. Bane is voiced by Jameson Price. Um, he voices a number of other characters in WoW who we haven't talked about, like, any of them yet. Come Wait. on, figure it out. Play better characters. Well, did we talk- I think we talked about Yogg-Saron a little bit. 
Did we not? Sure. Okay. Well, that's one of the roles. <laughs> um, choosing a role from his filmography, though, is fucking awful because he's one of those people that just works. <laughs> like he all the time. He has so many roles. So I went with one of his mo- more recent roles of Agretzko. He's the CEO. <gasps> The CEO? Yeah. The CEO. I guess, like, the boss? I don't like know. Like, the pig guy? I don't... I don't... I still haven't watched Agretzko. I still haven't watched Agretzko. How have you not watched it? The episodes are so short, you can crush the entire thing in a day. I have been busy and zero energy, and it's on the list, and I keep meaning to, and I keep not doing it. It's amazing. I 100% recommend. I've watched it a few times and I love it so much. And I'm just going to assume that he's Tone, the shitty pig dude. I I don't know. It didn't have a name on IMDb. It just said CEO. Um, He's also, do you remember Digimon? I remember that that was a thing. Okay. Well, he's on Jamon in that. And that made me giggle. I was definitely... (laughs) aversive to those types of things when they were around. I also don't know much about the Pokemon. That's fine. Okay. Uh, Cairn is voiced by, or was voiced by William Bassett. Um, he doesn't have any roles in WoW outside of Cairn, but he played Antonidas in Warcraft 3. He's um, Jaina's sort of trainer person. Apprenticeship dude. I, I don't remember the damn title for that. Uh, he has a lot of roles in games and anime also. Um, but I thought you'd appreciate this. He's in House of a Thousand Corpses as Sheriff Frank Houston. Oh, sweet! I th- oh, I totally know who that is! I thought okay, you'd appreciate that. that. So yeah, that's that's Karen. <laughs> that's pretty, I thought that was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, you'll appreciate this one. He's also got so many other roles, too. I'm just like, okay, I cannot figure... He's all, he was also in The Karate Kid. I can't remember the, the character's name. Yeah. Nice. I have not seen the old one, but I assume it's better. It's- I've seen it, but it's been probably, like, 20 years since I've seen that. It's been a very long time. But yeah, that does it for us today. Woo! We made it! Woo! Well, we would like to thank the Winnipeg Public Library. We usually record in the Millennium Library at their beautiful Idea Mill Makerspace. But in taking everyone's health and safety seriously, they are closed and we're working from home. Fuck, I miss walking to the library, you know? <laughs> you mean outside? I I miss hugs. I, I know, I know, I miss all of that stuff too. <laughs> all of the things. I can't believe that legit it's like nearly a year since we've recorded in person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, Oh god, it's awful. I hate it. Um, I was I was talking to Dave yesterday because he's dropping off groceries, and I'm like, I can't wait to be um, vaccinated. <laughs> right? He's like, well, yeah. you could get your doctor to like, you know, fast cl- track you. Yeah, fast track me. I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm I'm like, I'm okay being at home for a bit, but like, fuck, I can't wait till we get vaccinated. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know, right? What a shitty age bracket to be in. I'm just like at the bottom of the list. God, it's awful. Okay. Our intro and outro music is by Kevin McLeod. You can find all of his work on his website, incompetech.com. 
And our artwork is by our good friend Ben Hoffer. His Instagram is Scorpiosoka7 if you would like to check out more of his work. And he's opened up commissions. So follow him for more information about that. Do the do. Support the people. Small creators are the best creators. Absolutely. And he's been working on uh, new gifts for my stream. And they're adorable. Ooh. And I love them. Um, my follow is my little squid as Jaina. <laughs> it's so great. And it's got like the little magic ball and everything. Oh, it's so great. And then like when people cheer with bits, it's Sylvanas. And then if people donate, it's uh it's Anduin. Awesome. So he's got like the Look sword at all those and then it... Sylvanas is horde ish. Oh, I know. But the other two. Yeah. And then, and, and like, then, that's a pretty big ish at the end there. She ain't nothing. She's nobody. She ha she's unallied. She called my family nothing. Right? <laughs> oh, I'm still so bad about that. Selfish. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. But yeah, so that does it for us today. I'm Senpai. I'm Bam Bam. And we'll notice you next time. Bye!